Hello and a very warm welcome to season two of the Beauty Business Podcast. And this is episode number 13. My name is Adam Chatterley and I'm your host here on the Beauty Business Podcast. I'm on a mission to help mobile therapists, home salons, independent salons and spas to reach their business goals through simple, practical and focused business advice with some ideas and some tips in there along the way. We're all about the foundations of building an incredible, profitable and stress-free beauty business. Now, previously back in season one, my goal was to bring you a new episode every couple of weeks or so, which will be packed with information covering the topics that beauty business owners are struggling with. However, due to the incredible feedback I've been receiving, I've decided to go big. And from now until the end of the year, I'll be bringing you a new episode every single week. So you'll always have something to delve into and to help you to deliver the business you crave. It's not just going to be me either. I'll be bringing you experts, guests from within the industry and also from outside of the health and beauty industry to give you their advice to help you to grow your business the right way. So as I always say, I can't tell you how to do a better massage, a better manicure or facial, but I can help you to get more clients, the ones you really, really want. I can help you reduce your costs, increase your profits, sell more retail, control your time and generally make more money for all your hard work, time and effort. Now, the more keen-eyed or eared, should I say, among you will have noticed there's been a bit of a gap between now and the last episode of the Beauty Business Podcast. Now, the reason for this is that I was fortunate, or rather, should I say my wife and I were fortunate enough to have our second child last year. Now, while wonderful news for us, having two little ones running around and a day job business to run didn't leave a huge amount of spare time. On top of that, we rather crazily decided to take our fairly new baby boy and our two-year-old little girl away travelling for three months at the beginning of this year, and we went around New Zealand and Australia. Got to make the most of that maternity time. So, what an incredible, incredible time we had. But with all this going on, unfortunately something had to give, and I'm afraid it had to be the podcast. However, I've been itching to get back to it and I've had non-stop ideas for topics and guests I want to bring you, hence why I've decided to kick the podcast up a notch and bring you an episode every single week. Even more reason to make you subscribe. And since there's been around a 12-month break since the last episode, just like Game of Thrones and The Walking Dead, dare I say Love Island, I've decided to call this next set of episodes Season 2. So, now that we're all caught up, Let's get on with today's topic. Now let's face it, competition is fierce in the health, hair and beauty industry. Walk down pretty much any high street and there'll likely be three, four, five or more beauty or hair salons within just a few minutes walk of each other. Now for this reason, many salon owners have found themselves in a world of special offers to entice customers to bring their business to them rather than to one of the many other options within a short distance walk. Many of these offers involve discounts to bring the customer in. It's become the norm, but this is not good for your business, nor is it good for your competitors. Now, presumably at some point you decided on your prices, you calculated them based on something, you compared them against your local competition, you factored in what additional you had to offer, decided they were fair and created your price list. So why throw all of that out the window and provide your services for less than you originally calculated to be fair? Now, 
these prices are actually completely unfair. They're unfair to you. Now, one reason that discounts are so attractive to a beauty business, to a spa or a salon owner, as well as to a customer, is that they're simple. They're easy to understand, they're easy to manage, and easy to apply. But they cost you real money. You're getting paid less for delivering the same service, the same treatment, or the same product. And what's worse is that that money comes straight off your bottom line. Your costs are still the same, but if you offer a 10% discount on the price of a treatment, that could be 30, 40, or even 50% reduction in the profit you make on that single treatment. Now, it's no secret that I'm not a fan of discounts when it comes to advising my clients and all you beauty business owners out there listening. As a consumer, I love a discount. We all do. But there is no two ways about it. When it comes to your business, it's generally a bad idea. But just to set the record straight, before I start getting negative comments and everything like that, I don't necessarily never advise to use discounts. Sometimes, used strategically, they can work really well. But I'd rather they were used very sparingly and only when there's a deeper plan behind them. So, what if there were a way to give your customers a special offer and an enticement to come and try your salon or to come back to your salon that didn't directly involve a discount? Even better, what if there was a way to create a special offer that actually meant your customers spent more money with you rather than simply making less? Well, the good news is that there is. In fact, there are many such ideas and that is exactly what I'm talking about in today's episode. So let's get straight into it because we've got a lot to get through today. Here are 10 special offer ideas that should make you more money but still give your customers a reason to visit your salon and a better deal to do so. Number one, add value rather than reducing price. The power of the mini treatment. We all like to get a little more than we expected. In fact, research indicates time and time again that we as human beings are far more motivated by experiential rewards than by a simple monetary saving. So rather than simply charging your clients less, why not give them a little or even a lot more? A small bonus treatment or an upgraded treatment are perceived as luxury experiences by your clients and actually valued far more highly in the mind of a customer than, say, a simple 10% discount. Now, the idea here is that you offer the add-on treatment or upgrade free this time. This could be for new clients only, but be careful with this, or you could simply surprise your existing clients with an unexpected bonus. This makes the clients feel truly valued, and the next time they come into you, they'll book the upgrade or the add-on themselves and pay full price for it. And even if they don't, they will tell their friends about this incredible upgrade they got. Just make sure your client knows this is a special bonus and not something all clients get and not something they should expect every time they come in. I've got a real life example of this. I went to my normal hair salon about a year ago. And just as I sat down, my hairdresser asked me if I'd like a complimentary 10 minute head massage halfway through my appointment. I said, yes, obviously, who wouldn't? I'd never had this before. I don't think I even realised they offered this as a service, but I loved it. Now, whenever I go back, if there's availability, they always ask me if I would like a 10, a 15 or a 20 minute head massage. I know it's going to cost me a little bit more, but I always say yes, and usually to the 20 minute one. Now, number two on my top 10 list is pre-planned referrals or the personalised referral card. 
Now, the best form of flattery is a referral. Not quite sure where I first heard this quote from, but in business, it's absolutely true. And while there's nothing nicer than receiving a completely unsolicited referral, there's nothing wrong with helping your clients by giving them a little nudge to do so. Remember that these type of clients, clients referred to you by their friends, often turn into the most loyal repeat clients you could possibly have. So why not create yourself some referral cards? Now, it's difficult for me to show you a card on the podcast and show you what I mean exactly. But if you go to the show notes page at www.beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash episode 13, there is an example there. However, these are basically business-sized cards that you can personalize and give to your clients to give to their friends and family. You can leave a space for your client to write in their friend's name so it really is personalized and feels truly like a special gift. If you really want to turn this up a notch, then combine the referral card with an offer such as that we just talked about for an upgrade or an add-on free for the referrer, i.e. your client that you've given the card to, and also the referee, the person they referred, and watch your referrals go through the roof. Seriously, you'll have more clients than you know what to do with. Okay, moving on to number three. Do what the supermarkets do. Three for two offers. Now, three for two offers are everywhere. Supermarkets rely on them to boost revenue and you can hardly move in health and beauty retailers like Boots and Superdrug for these types of offers. So why not embrace the three for two deal? Is it a discount? Well, technically, yes. But the point is that your client is having to spend more to get the discount. If you simply offer a discount on one treatment or one product, then the client may have purchased that treatment or product anyway, and they are simply getting it for less money. This way, they're having to spend twice as much or more to get the offer. Now, a little tip here. If your offer allows your client to buy three different treatments or three different products, make sure it's clear that the free item will be the lowest priced product or treatment to help protect your profit margin a little bit further. Okay, coming in at number four is happy days. Okay, ever wondered where the idea of happy hour came from? Well, it's generally the quieter time for restaurants and bars. It's the time where people leave work to head home. However, clever bar owners put on offers to entice people into their establishment for a few drinks on their way home in the hope that they will stay on for a few more drinks and maybe some food once the first one or two cheap drinks have kicked in. Chances are that like most salons, you have a day of the week where you are quieter than other days. So why not make this your happy hour or your happy day? Now, I'm not suggesting you give out free alcohol, but then again, this might work. But you could turn this into your most popular day by creating a buzz using your social media accounts. Hashtag salon happy hour. Now, whatever day or half day you choose, spread the word that if you book on that day, you will get a special gift. Now, this might be an upgrade, a take home pack of products, which might just be a pre-packed jar of samples. It could be a free glass of bubbly, but please check your licensing laws here. The last thing I want you to do is get in trouble. Whatever you decide, make sure people know that simply for booking on that particular day or at that particular time, they're going to be getting that little something extra. Now, as an extra tip here, I've seen many beauty businesses use the treatment in a jar or simply treat jars idea that I mentioned just a second ago. For loads of ideas for treat jars, check out Pinterest and simply search for treatments in a jar. And there's loads and loads of ideas there. Now, number five on my list, I'm calling Package Makes Perfect. 
Now, this is where you get your customers to spend a little more, but get a whole lot more for their money. Now, in my normal or day job, for those who don't know, I run a spa management software company, but I work closely with a number of day spas, and it's always impressive to see just what proportion of their revenue comes from day packages. Now, in a day spa, these packages are essentially to add value to a treatment. They do this by offering use of their facilities and like the pool, the sauna, the steam room or access to a thermal area or possibly a meal in the cafe or a light snack or a refreshing drink. Now salons can do the same thing. Depending on your facilities you might not be able to offer access to thermal areas or a meal but why not create a package of treatments or services, add as much value in there as possible and then promote that package in your salon, on your Facebook, on your website on your Twitter, etc. Now, as an extra tip, why not make it fun and keep it fresh by offering a package based on a certain celebrity each month? Now, this might include a hair appointment to match that celeb's style, a makeover in that celebrity's style, or a spray tan. Google celebrities' favorite treatments, product ranges, etc. Maybe also add in a healthy smoothie if the celeb is known for being into a healthy lifestyle, or back to that glass of bubbly if they like a drink. Number six. The loyalty scheme part one. And my example here is, for example, buy 10 and get one free. Now, building on the idea of getting a customer to spend a little more to get a lot more, you could implement a simple card-based loyalty scheme. Now, each time a client has a treatment, they get a simple stamp or a signature on their loyalty card. And if they get 10 stamps or five or 15 or 20, they can have their next treatment for free. Now, this offer takes a bit longer for the client to get their bonus, but it is simple and a great way to build client loyalty. Keep clients coming back and spending their money with you. The key to this is that you need to make a big deal about it to use it to get clients coming to you. Simply letting your existing clients who would have bought the treatments in the first place is only going to cost you money. Now, you could help minimize people simply using the card to get a free treatment by imposing an expiry date. For example, they have to have all their paid treatments within a three-month period to be able to claim their free treatment. This will increase client frequency and may boost revenue even further. Now, number seven is the power of suggestion. Now, I love this idea. The simple power of suggestion can have a huge benefit on your business, and it's all about how you ask a question. Now, you probably already ask each client paying for their treatment or their service, whether they'd like to book in for their next appointment. If you don't, and if every member of your team isn't, start today. Anyway, if you do already ask, the chances are that around 30 to 50% of your clients say yes and book another treatment in before they even leave your salon. However, instead of just saying, would you like to book in for your next visit or something similar, try saying, can I book you in for your next aromatherapy facial in two weeks time on the 20th at say 3 p.m.? That simple change in language creates an image in your client's mind of them having that treatment and immediately they start to feel all the associated positive feelings that go along with it. That image in their mind is much harder to say no to or say, let me check when I get home and I'll call you back than the vague idea of a booking another appointment at some unspecified point in the future. Plus, they don't have to make the decision of when to book it are they available? What other things they have going on, etc. You've helped them make that decision. They just need to either say yes or pick a different time. So let's call this idea of planting a particular idea in your customer's mind specificity, i.e. 
being specific about what they are booking rather than just keeping it vague. So don't offer a discount to get your client to book in again. Just apply a bit of specificity to your questioning and watch your rebookings go through the roof. Now, you can put this idea on steroids if you add a bit of scarcity to your specificity. Well, that's not easy to say. Okay, let me explain what I mean. You want your appointment book filled up as much as possible for as far into the future as possible. That way, you know you and your team, if you have one, have got clients coming in day after day after day. It'll mean less stress for you knowing that there are plenty of bookings is the next best thing to actually having the money in the bank. You'll sleep easier at night, you'll be more relaxed at work as well as away from work and your team will be more content and happier to work with too. So if you aren't already fully booked for the next six weeks into the future, act like you are. Your client doesn't know that you're not fully booked. Now, this works best if you have a reception desk or wherever you make your bookings in such a position that your client can't see your appointment book or schedule. At the point of asking them if they'd like their next aromatherapy massage or prescriptive facial booked in, mention that you are really busy and that they should book now to avoid disappointment. You don't have to be dishonest and lie about being booked up for six weeks. Just drop a hint. It's entirely true that someone could book their preferred slot in two weeks time and that would indeed lead to a disappointment. That little element of scarcity, meaning that appointments are in demand and therefore scarce, gives your client an extra nudge to book in now. The strange thing is that this scarcity increases demand. Word will get out and around that you are fully booked weeks in advance. And the next thing you know, you actually will be fully booked weeks in advance. Now, I learned this trick working with restaurants. Upmarket restaurants, when they open, do this all the time. They cultivate this reputation of being impossible to get a booking for unless you book weeks or even months in advance. Now, word then gets around and suddenly everyone wants to eat there. Think about it. If someone was taking you out for a meal, would you be more excited to be taken to the place that everyone claims you need to book weeks in advance to get a table or the one that you can just phone up on the day and pretty much sure to be get a table that evening? Now, number eight is treatment bingo. This is similar to the simple loyalty card scheme from point six, but with a bit of a twist. So rather than letting your client choose whichever treatment they want and giving them a stamp for that treatment, the treatment bingo card has a predefined list of treatments on it that your client will need to complete to get their reward. Now, you're going to be asking your clients to have treatment they may not necessarily have chosen for themselves here. So the reward might have to be that little bit more special. But not only will this get your clients spending more, but it will also mean that they try out treatment they may never have had before or may have even normally had somewhere else. They may just find their new favorite treatment, their new favorite product or their new favorite therapist and keep coming back for more and more and more. Now, this can work really well if you link it up with an international event. A few years ago, a product house that I worked with created a promotion with a treatment bingo card all related to the World Cup that was happening at that time. The great thing is that these big international events tend to happen in the summer months, which makes this a perfect summer promotional campaign. Number nine, the loyalty scheme part two, the power of points. Perception. That is what we're dealing with in most of the ideas here, but none more so than when it comes to the points-based loyalty scheme. So what on earth am I talking about? Well, you're probably already a member of at least one points-based loyalty scheme of some type. 
Most supermarkets have them, with Nectar probably being the best known in the UK. Tesco club cards, Boots Advantage points are also a common scheme here in the UK. In the US, big chains such as Smith's and Kroger's and Safeways use points-based loyalty schemes. And of course, everyone has heard of Air Miles. So the basic premise here is that you earn points for money you spend on items you buy. These points can then be redeemed in some way as a reward in the future. Now, this is probably the most involved idea here and might be tricky to manage without some sort of software solution in place. But most specialised salon or spa systems can cope with this these days. So going back to the idea of perception, the perceived value of points can be extremely powerful. And what I mean by this is how your clients feel about the value of points. And here's an example that's from my own life. I was in a supermarket and I spotted a special offer sign over the bananas. Today only, bonus 200 points per bunch of bananas. Now, I like bananas as much as the next person, possibly not as much as my toddler who thinks she's a monkey, but I wanted those points. 200 points for just buying some bananas. Awesome. Now, I know from glancing at the receipt after a normal weekly shop that a normal shop only added about 400 points to my Nectar card. And suddenly I can get 200 points for a bunch of bananas. I bought three. Now, those 200 points were actually worth approximately 40p, about 60 cents, at some point in the future. But did I see that? No, I just saw loads of points. Would I have bought three bunches of bananas if the sign simply said special offer 40p off bananas today? Probably not. So have a really high points value for all your treatments and retail products. And if you want to promote a particular product or service or treatment, boost the points value earned for purchasing that treatment rather than offering a discount. This brings about two benefits. Number one, the perceived value of the points is far higher than a small discount might be. And number two, it costs you absolutely nothing right now. The customer must buy more things to earn more points in order to receive their reward in the future. Now, as a bonus, it turns out that only around 40% of clients ever actually redeem points they accumulate in a loyalty scheme. Now, this shouldn't be your goal. I'm not advising this be the reason that you implement a points-based loyalty scheme, but it's an important thing to remember that by using a points-based loyalty scheme, for every three out of five customers you have, it may ultimately never cost you a penny. Now, finally, number 10 is the take-home gift. Hopefully, all your customers enjoy their time in your salon, whether it be with a stylist, with a massage therapist, or a nail technician. The problem is, as we all know from treatments we've had ourselves, that it's all over way too soon. So why not allow your clients to continue their salon visit at home with a take-home gift? This could be a luxurious home conditioning product, some relaxing bath products, a body cream, a nail colour. Give your clients a free gift and when they use that product at home, they'll be reminded of their salon visit and that little reminder in their head will go off. Hey, I must book my next appointment at my favourite salon. Again, you can use this as either a way to entice new customers into your business or you can use this as a promotion or a special surprise for your existing clients. However you use it, make sure it's a high perceived value item that you use, but a low cost item to you. Make sure it in some way complements the treatment that the client had and also make sure it isn't a product that the client already regularly buys. The key here is that it's a treat and it's something they wouldn't normally buy. That way, they still buy the products they normally would purchase 
and they just might find they love this product and buy it again and again in the future. Okay, so that's our top 10 special offers that don't involve discounts. Let me know what you think. Have you used any of these yourself? Have they worked for you? What other ways have you found to offer your clients something special that doesn't cost you a penny or maybe even makes you more money? Thank you for listening along today. I know how busy you all are and how precious time can be. So I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to the show. If you would like a special PDF worksheet with all of the examples from today's episode, plus images and examples of the pre-planned referral card and the treatment bingo card, just go to www.beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash 13 download and you can download a free copy there. The link to this is available in the episode description, which you can find by tapping the podcast image on your podcasting app and you should see the description behind it. Or simply head to beautybusinesspodcast.com forward slash episode 13 and all of the links, the notes and the free download are available right there. Now, as always, if you found value in today's episode, if even one of these ideas has appealed to you, can I ask you to please leave a review on iTunes? You can do this on your phone or on your iPad or your computer, and it really helps me to know that I'm delivering information that you need right now. Plus, it helps other beauty business owners find the show and learn how to build the salon business they dream of. I'm going to see you in the next episode, which, if you're listening as the episode comes out, will be available on the 23rd of August 2017. If I can tease this episode just a little, I'll be joined by a very special guest and we'll be talking about innovation in salons and how to smooth out the peaks and the troughs in your revenue, plus how to get paid in advance and increase customer loyalty and spend. It's going to be a good one. You don't want to miss it. So I'll speak to you again in the next episode. Bye for now.